ever learned to do something as a rider and the first few times you try, maybe your trainer is with you or your instructor, the first few times you try, you get it. And it's like, hey, look, I can do this. And yet, when you try again, maybe a day or two later, it just, it's gone, it vanishes. What's up with that? Hi there, my name is Lorna Leeson and welcome to the Daily Strides podcast, the podcast for equestrians all over the world, helping you to have better conversations with your horse. And I really and truly believe that having better conversations with your horse starts with you having better conversations with yourself. Okay. I think as riders, we often underestimate the, the conversational kind of element that's going on in our own heads as we ride. And we often don't, or can we say we fail to upgrade that conversation, even though we've upgraded our skills. So it may be that physically now we're able to do something new, but emotionally it's not there. And I think mentally and emotionally are different. In fact, I think that riders need to improve consistently both physically mentally and emotionally I also think horses do there's like a three-pronged approach you have to take when you're developing or training horses and riders but I think that very often for riders it's the emotional aspect that we can often if you want forget about I think mentally we know what it is we're supposed to do okay we know the thing and we can even in theory really and truly learn how to do the thing but if we don't mentally believe we can do the thing it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what we're doing because all of or well most of our actions are going to be based on that they're going to we're going to take action from this place where there's this uh, uh, i don't know i don't know if i can do it or not now There are a few ways that you can actually get around this. So the first thing is, I personally believe that confidence can be borrowed. Okay, and I know that sounds a bit strange, but bear with me here. So if you've ever been in the arena with an instructor or a trainer and they are asking you to do something and you are feeling a little bit wobbly about your abilities to do this something, okay, you're thinking... Maybe you've got the wrong person here. I don't think I can do that. But your trainer or your your instructor has absolute faith in your abilities to do the thing. Well, chances are you'll be able to do the thing, even if you believe you can't, because you kind of foster, you, you kind of hang on to if you want, or you gain strength from their confidence in you. Okay, now this also happens with schoolmasters. So if you are maybe a more novice green rider and you have a schoolmaster horse, very often your horse will borrow confidence he'll give you a little bit of confidence he'll say you're you're good you're golden it's okay don't worry I got you here okay I've got it you can do it I'm with you we can do anything together and that's this lovely feeling and similarly when you you, we flip that and you put maybe a more novice green horse with a more experienced rider same thing happens okay so you can borrow confidence so if you've been in this situation that would be my first kind of step for you look to where or who you could borrow a little bit of confidence from, okay? Now, from there, I think that the mental element, you need to get clearer on it, okay? What am I doing? Why am I doing that thing, okay? And how am I going to effectively communicate this 
to my horse. Okay, so a lot of the times riders know what they want. I want to ride a half halt. Why am I riding the half halt? Well, we're getting a little wobbly around the corners and I need a little bit more balance here. So I am going to ride a half halt. That is marvelous, but that is not enough. The next question is, how do I effectively communicate this to my horse so as my horse can actually perform the half halt? So many riders get confused with the fact that they are not doing the thing. They are merely asking their horse to do the thing. And your job is to get out of the way and let the horse do the thing that you've asked the horse to do, okay? And that can be challenging. That can be hard, particularly when we don't feel very confident. Um, there is a quote from a book I read recently, and I, I just felt that the the quote, and I'm probably going to absolutely hash this, but it was something along the lines of, we try to control the things we don't trust, okay? Um, and it's from Glennon Doyle's book, Untamed, but neither here nor there, whether you read the book or not, but I felt that when you apply that to horse riding, it is so true. It's like we try and control the things we don't trust, and when we could just let go of that element of control, like you do not need to control your horse. First of all, you can never control your horse. Let's be honest here, hey? It's got a mind of its own. It's always going to think its own thoughts. But so you cannot control your horse, but you can control how you approach the situation. And I feel that that is really important. And as riders, we need to develop more of that. So back to our little conundrum here that we want to ride this half halt. The question is, how do I effectively now communicate this to my horse and then get out of the way to let my horse actually perform the half halt? So from this, from these asking these questions, you can then begin to have a little bit more clarity. And I do think that this is the mental development as a rider, okay? You can gain more clarity around what you're doing. And it is not enough to just know what you're to do and to just know why you're doing it. You have to go a step deeper. You have to begin thinking about how you can effectively communicate that, okay? You really and truly, this is, this is the work. This is where you need to go to. You have to take that step further. And if your horse, I was recently having a conversation with a rider in the arena, if your horse does not do what you want him to do, it's not because your horse is stupid or because your horse is ignoring you or any of the things. I want you to start thinking about, hold on, could this be happening like this? Because maybe, just, just maybe, potentially, I am not effectively communicating this to my horse. He is either misunderstanding me or he just hasn't a clue what I'm saying to begin with. <laughs> Okay, and then go back to the drawing board with that. Okay, the third part of the puzzle is then the physical element, okay? So we said you have to develop emotionally, you have to develop mentally, and you have to develop physically. Physically is actually doing the thing. So many riders, and the outside leg, ooh, riders struggle with their outside leg. Um, so many riders, particularly novice riders, um, they, they know the thing. They know what they're supposed to do. <laughs> and you take a video and you can test yourself maybe uh, during the week with this. But uh, set up a video camera. So set up your phone just on the very, if you want, the very edge of the 
the very edge of the um, the arena and ride past it on a circle. Okay, so ride a circle. So as now you can see, for example, your inside leg on the other side of the circle when you're far away from the phone, but you'll be able to see your outside leg when you're closer to the phone, okay? Um, so you're gonna ride the circle in front of it. And I want you to notice what your outside leg is doing. And what you could do is you could even ask for canter transitions where your outside leg is going to be visible. You could ask for more bend, do things like that. And just notice, is your outside leg really and truly doing what you thought it was doing, <laughs> okay? This is the physical development. Very often it's a lack of suppleness. Could be a lack of just core strength and balance. It takes time to develop independent aids, okay? And it's okay not to have it all together, okay? It, like really and truly, that takes time. That takes, it takes, uh, I would say an effort. I, I see recently, I was chatting with one of the parents here at the riding school and they wanted to just have their child ride uh, twice a month. And I said, well, if that's what you want, you know, okay, we can make a plan with that. But I said, I don't know how much you're going to improve at anything. This does not matter what it is, anything, if you're only doing it two hours a month. And I think that that's really important. The more time you put into improving, and it has to be intentional time, okay? So being intentional about it, that is where you will see the development and the improvement in your writing. Now, if you're saying, well, Lorna, that's all well and good. I can only write two days a month. That's okay. There's other things you could do. So you could work on your suppleness, your core strength, your physical strength. You could work on even sitting on an exercise ball and beginning to coordinate things a little bit more. There are so many different ways. You just need to think outside the box, okay? Lots of other ways that you can improve your riding without actually riding. Okay, so back to the original problem. We said that when you first try it, or if you're in the arena with your instructor, you can do the thing. And then when you get off and, and or get out of the arena and you come back in a day or two later on your own or whatever the case is, you just can't. I want you to go through that checklist. I want you to think about, hold on, how am I actually thinking about this? Have I upgraded my thoughts concerning this? And, and my beliefs concerning myself as a rider? Have, have I taken that to the next level? Then I want you to think about mentally. Do I know actually what I'm supposed to be doing? Do I know how I'm supposed to be doing it? And have I a clear idea of what I'm going to do to effectively communicate that to my horse? And then thirdly, the physical element. Can I actually do what it is that now I want to do? <laughs> and uh, be honest, hey, be honest. <laughs> be honest with yourself on this one. Look, these are, they seem so basic and yet, if all three of these are not developing together, if we're not having this kind of holistic approach in developing your skills as a rider and all three, mentally, emotionally and physically, you are going to feel, you're going to feel a bit off, first of all, but also it's going to stop you from making the progress you would like to make in your riding. Okay, I'm going to leave it at that. I would love for you to come over and join me inside of the group. I'll be going live in there a few times this week. You can pop over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash group and I'll meet you in there. Okay, have a great one. Keep well and I'll chat to you soon. Be good. Bye.